Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Night two of Camp Kiwi and the Bird. Water and fire. Hello, campers! This is Taylor, a.k.a. the bird from Kiwi and the Bird. Now, I know what you're thinking. What are we doing here? Why aren't we going home? Is Camp Kiwi and the Bird still safe? And I wanted to take a moment to assure you all that we've called the police department and they've cleared the area and determined that camp is still good to go on. So, for our remaining 54 campers, we've got some fun activities set up for you all today. There's going to be some swimming at the lake, fencing, kayaking, and then later, all of you have kindly volunteered to host a candlelight vigil for those we have lost. Don't worry, everything's fine and safe. Nothing bad happens in broad daylight, which is where our story begins. It's a beautiful and sunny day at Camp Kiwi and the Bird. The storm from the previous night has been washed away, leaving the grass greener and the woods sparkling with dew. The campers shake off their unease from the day before and re-energize themselves as they put on their swimsuits. They grab their sunscreens and their books and take off, heading down to the glittering lakeside, where the sand is warm and the water is cold. Nearby, there have been a few centers put up for various activities, like fencing, volleyball, and axe throwing. At Once Upon a Library Girl blog settles on the shoreline, watching as a few others splash into the water. At Once Upon the Library Girl blog soon sighs and lays back, enjoying the baking temperatures, safely and contentedly. All the while, at Mickey M. Batman's Marie swims out the furthest, settling about 100 yards out from shore, feeling a slight stain across their body, but it's probably just the sun. As Marie wades in the water, They watch the volleyballers and the axe throwers in the distance, only to soon notice a strange lack of activity at the fencing area. Hadn't at Langston Party of Four's love gone there to practice? Curious, Marie paddles closer to the fencing area and soon spots love lying prone on the sand with a fencing saber in their gut. Marie stops and gasps and panics, looking toward the others for help or, or for something. But just as Marie starts swimming to warn them, they feel that sharp pain again, like their body's on fire, burning inside and out everywhere their swimsuit is touching their skin. Marie twists and splashes, scratching out their suit, but the deadly, odorless poison has already seeped into their skin. Soon, Marie's movements still, and their body slowly sinks below the water. Meanwhile, Near the other side of the lake, at hug underscore Bella and at Alexis 60814's Lexi Waters float on two flamingo floaties and laugh as they splash each other. At hug underscore Bella is notably more cautious in the water, but Lexi is too excited by the warm day to notice. Lexi stops swimming when at hug underscore Bella's floaty pops, shocking them both. 
The two girls meet each other's stares. Lexi laughs, thinking it was funny. After all, Lexi's vision is a little swirly, and the sun feels extra bright and warm, and they almost feel a little sick from the candy they ate earlier. But at hug underscore Bella isn't laughing, but panicking, frantically splashing out the water and screeching and yelling over and over again, I can't swim! I can't swim! Lexi blinks, trying to focus, but their sight is getting darker. Their movement's heavier and slower. Lexi reaches for at hug underscore Bella as their head goes underwater, but suddenly Lexi is underwater as well. Lexi tries to remember how to swim, but they can't, the poison stopping their thoughts. The lake pulls both campers into its current and never lets them go. Later in the day, when it's nearly sunset, as at Tabby's underscore book underscore adventures prepares the candlelight vigil, at Aaliyah Usher heads to cabin eight and thinks, huh, I wonder where Lexi and at hug underscore Bella went. The thought soon disappears when Aaliyah Usher is tasked with finding candles for the vigil. Meanwhile, at Meep 2306's J takes a solitary somber stroll around the camp, thinking about everything that had happened, the people they had lost. So consumed by their thoughts, Jay doesn't realize they've walked into the forest until... The bear trap locks its iron jaws around Jay's right leg. Jay screams and falls and clutches at their shin. Immediately, they know the trap is impossible to escape. A shadow passes over Jay, and they look up, feeling hope briefly light their heart at the possibility that this person might be able to help, only for the shadow to raise a knife and finish the job. Back at cabin three, at Tabby's underscore book underscore adventures, has just finished lighting all the candles for the vigil when they hear a scream come from the bathroom. Evelyn, Tabby calls out, as at Rory underscore is underscore me is their bunkmate. Tabby rushes to the bathroom and flings open the door, only to find Evelyn Eve slumped against the sink, their eyes open and unblinking. The scene is brutal and consuming. It looks like an ear piercing gone wrong. Aghast, Tabby stumbles out of the bathroom and knocks over one of their carefully placed candles. Fire surges along the wooden floor and crawls up the wall. Black smoke clouds the air. Tabby covers their mouth and staggers for the cabin door and jiggles the doorknob. It's locked. The smoke grows thicker. The fire grows hotter. Tabby thinks they hear the other campers coming to possibly help. But Tabby coughs and feels their bodies slacken. They fall limp on the floor before the others can get there. The flames ravage the cabin. And Tabby, unconscious and helpless, is consumed. As campers and camp counselors and camp directors furiously work to put out the mysterious fire in Cabin 3, a group of unsuspecting campers crowd in the small attic above the mess hall, excitedly whispering to each other about talking to ghosts tonight. Feeling a little hungry, at Sapphire underscore Dragon underscores Evelyn Holmes gets up and goes into the kitchen and grabs a granola bar before the ghostly madness begins moving to sit down on a bench. Evelyn, watch out! Someone calls. And Evelyn immediately stops and looks down, 
seeing a deadly and angry rattlesnake hissing on the lunch bench. Had Evelyn not been saved, perhaps she would have been that snake's prey. Evelyn trembles at the thought. After the campers finish talking to ghosts, they leave the mess hall to go to sleep. They see the half-eaten remains of Cabin 3, where the roaring fire had taken place, but had been ruled as a terrible accident, and shudder to think if such a thing had happened to them. At Ginger underscore 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 babies, Paisley Brooks shivers and hurries into their cabin, safely. At Emily dot Williams does the same. But as at Emily dot reads 88, Emily heads for cabin one, the cabin on the outskirts of the camp, located closest to the woods. They have the feeling of being followed. Emily sharply looks back, but sees only swaying trees and the shadows of cabins and the faraway silhouettes of retreating campers. Shaking themselves from their delusions, Emily clutches their jacket around them tighter and keeps going. They walk along the perimeter between the woods and the camp when they hear a twig snap. Emily turns toward the sound. They begin to breathe heavily as they stare into the darkness that is the woods. Anything could be in there. Anyone. Following their survival instincts, Emily turns around, intent on returning to the mess hall or going to another cabin for sanctuary when they are struck from behind with a stolen meat cleaver from the kitchens. Emily drops to the ground, and the camp killer drags their body into the forest, where it is never seen again. On the other side of the camp, near the outskirts of the woods and cabin 12, at jlay.reads, Ollie Jackson, also known as OJ, feels a similar sensation of being followed, watched, Stalked. Ollie ducks their head and walks faster, determined to ignore the feeling and get to their cabin as soon as possible. There's a boom in the skies. A bright light that beams down onto Ollie's shoulders, and an anti-gravitational force that lifts their feet off the ground. Overhead, a shadow, one so large it almost overtakes the skies, buzzes and makes the trees shake, and makes the mountains seem small. Ollie can't do anything as they are vacuumed up into the unidentified flying object. As darkness overtakes Ollie, they briefly remember a camper joking about supernatural forces just yesterday. And with that, Ollie is gone, and the flying object blips out of existence. Oh man, who knew one camp could be so deadly? I sure didn't. Though the police keep reassuring us that all of this is fine, I think I'm smelling something fishy. Tonight we have lost. At Mickey M. Batman. At Langston Party of Four. At Hug underscore Bella. At Alexis60814. At Tabby's underscore book underscore adventures. At Roy underscore is underscore me. At Meep 2306. At MLA dot reads 88. And at JLay dot reads. Now it's up to you all to find out who committed these acts. Voice your suspicions in the group chat. 
you'll have until 4 p.m. Mountain Time to submit two votes as to who you think did these terrible things. We'll be posting a Google Form anonymous voting link in the description of this episode, as well as the group chat for your convenience. If you have a role or any special information, it's up to you to decide if you want to voice it. Afterward, we'll be sending out messages to our role players, while they'll have until 8 p.m. Mountain Time to decide what they want to do next. We will also be choosing today's camp ghost, where an eliminated player will be able to be a part of the vote. Good luck, and stay safe, campers.